We don't want to grow up podcast. I'm Stacy and that's Pete. We're back again for another top five list. That's right. Last week we did our top five favorite romantic movies from the 80s, and now we're heading into the 90s. So, yeah, it's our top five romantic movies from the 90s, not just rom coms. Right. This is where it got a little tricky because I love a lot of movies in the 90s that weren't necessarily rom coms, but very romantic. Yeah, so I have a top five. <laughs> what do you have? Um, it might be like a top 11. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should let you go through your bottom six first, and then I'll join you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I made the outline. You filled yours in first, and then I came in later, and we had originally said we weren't going to do HMs because we were going to make this all just one episode of 80s, 90s, and 2000s. We decided to split it up. So that's when I started throwing in. HMs because I couldn't make a decision. But I'm just, I'm not going to go in depth about anything. I'm just going to rattle them off, but I just need to say them. Rattle away. All right. So my HMs, I'll do HMs first. Yeah. The Thing Called Love, River Phoenix, Samantha Mathis, Sandra Bullock, Dermot Mulroney. I believe this was River's last movie. I'm not sure, but it was great. It's in Nashville. Is it? Yeah. It's a fun movie. We'll have to watch it. Yes. Empire Records, of course. And, you know, that's like my favorite movie of all time, pretty much. But to me, it doesn't feel like a super romantic movie. Yeah, it's like there's a little bit in there. Yeah, but to me, that's not what that movie's about. Right. You know, unless you want to talk about the love of the music store, you Mm -hmm. know, and the friendships. My Best Friend's Wedding. That's one that I like to watch that one a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think we should cover that one soon. Agreed. Clueless. Yes. Great movie. Love this movie. Also, not necessarily, I mean, I think it's probably in the rom-com category. I mean, there is some romance, but it's like, for her, it builds up at the end of the movie. Right. You know, so, I mean, I know that happens a lot, but we don't get anything really until it's just like this realization at the end. Yeah, it didn't feel like that was the point of that movie either. Right. Although there was a good romance in it. Yes. I just wanted like a sequel after that to Mm -hmm. then see what happened with Cher and Josh. Yes. Okay. Can't Hardly Wait. Another one that I really want us to cover, probably around like the time that would be end of school year. That's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm. That's a lot of people. Seth Green. That's just a fun like house party type movie. You know, it's like John Hughes-esque, but in like 1998. Is that the one where there's a big party and like this one dude like really likes Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yes, Ethan Embry. Yes, Ethan Embry's in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good one. It is. 10 Things I Hate About You. That's another really good one. That is one of our niece's favorite movies of all time, and she's 16, so I love that. Is she going to guest host with us for it? Uh, If she wants to, and if her parents say it's okay. (laughs) If she has time, she's very busy. It's very busy. They're all very busy. Way busier than we are. Yes. Okay, now now it's your turn. Now we're to the top five. (laughs) That was a good list, though. I like it. Thank you. Number five. This is a very romantic movie. Ghost. Uh, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, the 
pottery scene. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. I mean, Unchained Melody. I'll never hear that song and not think of Ghost. Yeah. So I didn't watch a lot of romantic movies in the 90s, but I did watch this one a few times. I remember liking that movie a lot, but also being a little scared watching it. Yeah, there's that one section with like the scary ghosts. Yeah. Or maybe more than one section. We'll have to go watch it. But I remember being scared as well. Like, ooh. (laughs) What were you like? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could see his face. Okay. So my fifth on the list, Legends of the Fall. This movie is so freaking sad, but I loved it so much. This is where, it's not where I fell in love with Brad Pitt, because I fell in love with Brad Pitt in Thelma and Louise, Mm -hmm. but this was the first Brad Pitt movie that I saw many, many, many times in the theater. (laughs) Maybe the only Brad Pitt movie that I saw like that many times in the theater. Not like Meet Joe Black or anything? No, I mean, I saw it in the theater, but not like I did this one. Mm. I mean, Tristan Ludlow did it for me. Really? Yes. His long... Yeah, blonde hair? Long blonde hair. He was tan and... I just remember Fields. Yeah, it was... Oh, I mean, and Anthony Hopkins and Aiden Quinn, uh, Julia Ormond. I don't know. I just thought it was so beautiful and tragic and just something about it. It's one I watched, but I don't remember it all that well. So we need to go back and check it mm, out. Okay. I remember, too, my sister had the cardboard cut out. From the video store. Of Brad? Of Brad as Tristan. Was it in her room? Yeah. So it freaked me out when I'd go in and (laughs) initially see it, especially in the dark. But I wonder how much a good quality version of those would be now. I know. Like the actual ones from the movie store, if they weren't like beat up or anything. Yeah. She just got it because she worked there. Yeah. She had quite a few of them though, right? Yeah. She had a Ninja Turtles one too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she had any more. Also, I found in one of my early diaries- I have a little cutout picture of Brad Pitt from that movie. Yeah. And it says, like, I love Brad Pitt. (laughs) Anyway, and he was like 40 at the time or something, maybe 30, but still. I'd say probably 30. Yeah, because he's in his 50s now. Is that right? Yeah. Number four on my list. I feel like I probably stole this from you. Yeah, it's one that I would have had on there. But hey, let's face it. I had a lot, (laughs) a lot to choose from. So I'm glad you left it for me then. Pretty Woman. Walking down the street, pretty woman, the kind I like to meet, pretty woman. I always remember that scene where Richard Gere snaps her hand. Oh, yes. With the, the necklace or whatever. And she gives she, us that great laugh. Yeah, yeah, we get the Julia laugh. Yes, I, I love that movie so much. Yeah, it's a good one. That's one I brought up recently that we need to cover. Absolutely. We got to cover it soon. Okay, my number four. This one I feel like might be a little more obscure, although, again, when I posted about it on Instagram, I was surprised at the response. Only you. Only you. Then made this world seem right. Only you. It starred Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. So... You had Tony Stark and Aunt May. Yeah. Early on. (laughs) Yes. I don't remember this movie. Oh. Also has Steve Zahn and Bonnie Hunt and um, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Also Billy Zane. 
This movie was the movie that first made me fall in love with Italy. Really? Yes. And then later on was when I, you know, watched Roman Holiday and fell in love with that and Under the Tuscan Sun and just any movie set in Italy, I'm going to love it. Still haven't been yet, but maybe one day. We will go one day. But this movie I really loved because it had a little element of magic to it Mm -hmm. or what we thought was magic anyway. It was very romantical. I bet you I've seen this because it sounds kind of familiar. So it's one that we'll put on the list. All right. Our number three, Notting Hill. Another one that I stole from you. I feel like this would have been on your list of uh, top 20 movies from the 90s. <laughs> top 20. Maybe. Maybe top 20. But yeah, this is one that you've gotten me to enjoy. I didn't really watch it back in the day. Maybe once. But I like this movie. One of my favorite things about this podcast is getting you to watch movies that I think otherwise you probably wouldn't have. Yeah. I mean, it didn't have any explosions in it. There was no robots. <laughs> there was no space, no science. I was like, meh. There was space. At one point, Julia's character. Oh, that's right. Her movie. She's an actress. That's right. She's in space. That's true. I don't know why I didn't notice it back in the day. (laughs) My number three, it's the first in a trilogy before Sunrise. There's a wind that blows in. love this movie. Oh, this is one that just spoke to me. I was very young. I mean, I was probably 15 or 16. I'm, I'm not exactly sure on the year of this, but uh sounds about right. I just, it, it was a unique movie. It's set in like Vienna, I believe. And they, uh, it's Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy. And those are pretty much the only characters that are really in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just conversation that they have throughout the city. Yeah, and this is a movie that I enjoy and a series that I enjoy as well. Mm -hmm. Although it's hard for me sometimes to go back and watch it because I feel like in the beginning of all three movies, and maybe this is deliberate, I feel like the dialogue is a little stiff. And maybe they do that on purpose because these people are getting comfortable with each other again. But it's noticeable to me for such a really well done movie and such an awesome concept that eventually in the movie, that's not the case. Yeah, so that has to be, I mean, because when they come back for the next movie, which is before sunset, it's 10 years later. Yeah. And then the next one is 10 years later. Do you think we'll get another one after that or no? I Is that Richard Linkletter? Yeah. I feel like I read something where they talked about how they would like to do it again in 10 years, which it came out in 95, I just saw. So it would be coming up in a few years. Yeah. So hopefully they'll start working on it. I hope they do it. Me too. I hope they just keep doing it until... Till they can't anymore. Right. Our number two, a heavy comedy with a bit of romance. There's something about Mary. They've tried to set him up with Tiffany and Indigo, but there's something about Mary that they don't know. Mary. (laughs) This is the one where she sticks her hair straight up in the air with her hair gel. It's not hair gel. This is one I want to go back and rewatch. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. And you have an unnatural hatred of Cameron Diaz, but 
we can go back and rewatch it and we can enjoy it together. Not anymore. Why did you not like her? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I was a jealous little girl, okay? It's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. She just dated two of my dream men. You were a little little jealous. I was. Yeah. Luckily, I had no feelings for uh, one of the good Charlotte brothers. I don't know. (laughs) Whichever one she's, Joel Madden. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if she's with Joel or Benji, but Nicole Richie's with the other one. Okay. And I honestly, I didn't think she was a great actress back then. I mean, she's not the best actress now, so. We just rewatched The Holiday. And while I don't feel the same angry feelings towards her anymore, I still think that her acting in that movie is awful. Yeah. It's very noticeable, especially in a cast of that caliber. Yes. I just feel like it sticks out and it it bothers me, but it's all right. It's okay. (laughs) So we'll have to go back and rewatch There's Something About Mary. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So I'm not sure if the humor holds up. I know. That's that's the thing about a lot of these comedies. Yeah. You just don't know if they're going to age well. Right. They were funny at the time. Mm -hmm. Not sure if they're funny now. Right. We'll see. We shall. Okay, number two for me, speaking of Cameron Diaz, it's her best friend. This is Ever After. You know, a retelling of Cinderella, but I really loved what they did with this movie. And Drew plays Danielle and... I don't know, just something about this one. I mean, I know all fairy tales are magical, but this one just really, really felt magical. And when she walks into that ball and she's dressed like a freaking magical fairy. So she's got those wings on her back, right? Yeah. And she says, just breathe. Still gives me chills. Was that the inspiration for, I feel like you have a picture where you have those little tiny wings on your back. Oh, I have wings. I'm dressed as Tinkerbell. So it wasn't from this. It was just like Tinkerbell. I her wings were tiny. I just were think she had wings. Oh, okay. I may not be remembering, right? I might be remembering you. Because <laughs> I was an angel too. That's right. <laughs> fairy? An angel fairy? Angel fairy. All right. Number one, the wedding singer. I'll make you smile whenever you're sad. Carry you around when your arthritis is bad. All I want to do. Is gold with you. Ah. Such a great movie. I, I love this experience. It's one that we're going to go and cover soon. We've got a big list coming up of movies that we've got to cover, but this is definitely on my list. Agree. Little Julia Gulia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, there was a time when Adam Sandler was extremely funny. This was during that time. Yes. I've fallen out of love with the movies that he makes now. But I can still go back and rewatch everything from back then. So this is high on my list, obviously. Agree. That's one that I would have had on mine if I didn't see it on yours already. And my number one, Forever, the Romantic Tragedy, 1996's Romeo and Juliet. I knew this would be your top movie. It had to be. I saw this in the theater like nine times or something. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes in their prime, like it was everything to me. 
Yeah, and I had a good time going back and rewatching it. I watched it back in the day. I've never rewatched it since, but we went and watched it and we covered it. No, we didn't cover it. We, I thought we watched it to cover it. No, we just watched it oh. because I was one. It's one that I feel like would be kind of hard to cover because it's, I mean, it sticks to the script. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we'd get on here and cover Shakespeare, but I mean, I could tell you visually all the things I love. I just feel like it would be tough. I never remember what we cover and what we don't. So I was <laughs> guessing that we did on this. I'm shocked at us. Shocked. <laughs> but this is one that I saw when doing my research of what I wanted to put on here. I, of course, made my list first. That one I left for you. I saw Ever After. I left it for you. I saw Before Sunrise. I left it for you. Uh, the other ones, I might have left Legends of the Fall for you, too. But the only one I didn't was only you. You know me so well. Yeah. And, you know, they might have been on my list, but I, I was giving. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you're, you're so sweet. So giving. <laughs> All right, that's all for this one. Stay tuned for more fun Valentine's content. We're on Instagram at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. We have a Facebook group, the Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. Patreon.com slash We Don't Want to Grow Up. If you'd like to help support the podcast and gain access to super sweet bonus episodes. <laughs> You can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. And please don't forget to help us out by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a nice review if you enjoyed the podcast. And let your friends and family know where they can listen if you think it's something that they'd like. Yes, and thank you for being here. Thank you for all of the DMs with the positive feedback. It's very encouraging and makes all the time and energy that we put into this worth it. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.